Welcome back to another episode of The Councilman! That a couple doesn't say it like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so today, this is the uh, 172 episode. Um, you're joined here with not the usual, me and Albert. That's another duo stream because uh, Tegu is, um, he's having fun in Indonesia, actually. I met him yesterday. But yeah, but he's not streaming. Um, What's he Kelvin, uh, he's he's in um hospital. Don't worry, he's actually fine. He's just in hospital. Don't worry about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but yeah. yeah, um, just the two of us. Um, uh, usually, if this is your first time watching, welcome. Usually, there's the four of us. Uh, right today, there's just me and Arik. Um, arguably the best members of the calendar. No, just kidding. We're all <laughs> we're all equally great. Yes. Uh, but no, yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Lots of fun stuff, despite only the two of us. We got, uh, of course, we're gonna start with weekly watches. We got news regarding Warner Brothers and the Flash. We got live action Pac Man, less Grossman movie with Tom Cruise possibly happening. I am Groot, the new shorts from Marvel. So we got a lot to mention. But yeah, before we get started on all that. Don't forget to find follow us on Twitter and, and Instagram at uh, Councilman Show as, and as well as Letterbox. And if you're listening on the audio podcast, hey, don't forget to subscribe. And yeah, like like just like last week, I know you 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 right there, the one jogging. I I know that you still have a review. Mm-hmm. I know you're listening. I told you to throw away your phone. No, don't don't look around. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, just right now, write down a review. Or I'll take away your phone from you. Okay. Okay. Good. Everyone else. <laughs> it's that one person, man. I know that one person haven't do it. So yeah. But yeah. Um, Arik, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, fine. Oh wait. Actually, look. I want to show you this. I got a. Oh, my camera is blurry. Hang on. Hold up. Hang on. Wait. Wait. Technical difficulties. Right. I want to show you this. Look. I got uh, Tegu's like um. What do you oh call it? God. Business card. He got a business <laughs> card? I don't even know. Oh, of that. course. He's like Japanese, like, you know, and people, they have business cards. It's important. So basically, it says the same thing in Japanese. Is there any important information that you shouldn't be showing on screen right now, but you are? It's literal. No. This is like, it's just this. Oh, shit. It's his contact. So the people are going to spam this to his work. Oh, no. <laughs> go. I put salad pass on my um, um <laughs> private areas. Oh, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Since he has to redirect the complaints, that's like his kind of like his job. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Shall we? Shall we just get into the show then? Uh, starting with weekly uh, watches. Oh wait, how about the rundown? Um... <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah. I, I just I just mentioned it. We're gonna go weekly watches. We're gonna talk about the Flash, live action Pac Man movie, news. Tom Cruise, Les Grossman, I Am Groot review. So all of that is coming your way. Yeah, yep. All right, we can start with the uh, weekly watches and. Um. Okay. Let's estimate how many films do you think you'll be mentioning in this in this weekly watches? Two. Two. Okay. Uh, so let. Why don't we? Why don't we go back and forth? Because I got a couple. Right. Why don't I? Oh man, how many should I mention? Did okay. Let, let, quick question. Did I talk about Bullet Train last week? Because I don't remember if I did. I think no, I did, no, right? No, I don't think. No, I think I did. I think, no, you. 
Oh, no, not. Oh, wait, though. You sort of did, actually. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, no, Although, I did. Okay. Know, not the full I, 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 I forgot. Okay. So let me see. One. Just <laughs> try to make sure which one you is. <laughs> hey, no, everyone in the chat you know also. Tell them. Yeah. Oh, so you, 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 have, you have two. I, I, yeah. I, have, I have six. So I'm going to do three, and then you do one, and then I do three, and then you do one, you know, back and forth. Yeah, it sounds, yeah, yeah, sounds good. All right. So, there's only two of us, so I might as well explain everything. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so I'm going to start with the first one that I watch. I watch Prey, the 2022 film who that's on Hulu. Really should be in theater, if I'm being honest. Uh, but yeah, it's the Predator prequel. It stars Amber Midhunter. It's directed by... Um, uh, what's his first name? Dan Trackenberg. I almost said Daniel right. Trackenberg, but I guess maybe Dan is short for Daniel. I don't know. But yeah, um, basically, it's it's the premise is we're following this Native American Komachi named Naru, played by Amber Midhunter, who is fantastic. And she's just trying to prove herself um, that she can hunt and everything. And there happens to be the greatest uh, threat that you could think of, which is the predator. So it's a at the core of it. This is a Native American like survival story. It just happened mm -hmm. to have a predator on it, and it is freaking awesome. It's one of my favorite action films in a long time. One of my favorite survival films in a long time. The action is incredible. The character development is great because just the dynamic between her and the brother, who's very protective as well, um, and the rest of the like the Native Americans who are like. Obviously, like the the norm back then, it's like, oh, women, you just cook, you stay at home, but you want to prove yourself, right? right. right? And right, um, yeah. so there is there is that and everything, and it's a lot of interesting dynamics. Uh, and of, of course, like I said, the action is great. The cinematography is really good, like using how they use the environment, because a lot of the action involves like the environment and the nature, and how right. they use and how they use that. Um, there's a scene, there's a particular moment with snow that looks incredible. The snow mixed with the you know the Predator's blood is like neon green, right? Some, yeah, there's yeah, a particular yeah. scene with like the, that color grading of the snow and the neon green and it's, and it's incredible. So many great, lots of great <laughs> scenes, lots of great callbacks to other Predator films, like small Easter eggs. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the, the film is fantastic. The only little gripe maybe some of the visual effects is not as good. Uh, mm. There's a particular scene which is I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil a little bit. There's a scene where okay. the predator fights a bear, and right. it looks awesome. But the bear looks a little bit fake. But it looks <laughs> hella, it looks super awesome. Uh, okay, I get it. I get what you mean. Right? <laughs> but yeah, I this is top three for the year for me. I think this Top Gun Maverick top and everything everywhere all at once are like the top three films for me of this year. That's saying a lot, considering yeah, you're mentioning you're comparing it to Top Gun Maverick and well, not really comparing it, ranking it with Top Gun Maverick and everywhere all at once. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it's again, it looks, it looks great, and yeah, I'm, I'm super happy for Amber Midhunter because I used to. You watched Legion, didn't you? Legion? No, no, I didn't. I think it was okay, Kelvin. I thought, I thought, I thought you did. Okay, uh, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> In Legion, Amber Midhunter plays a character in that film, uh, in the in the show name. Oh man, what's her what's her character name? I'm blanking. Uh, but she she is in that show, and I adore her in that show. Carrie Loudermilk, oh. and she plays. Uh, she's great in that show. And when she got casted, I'm like, I got super excited. So yeah, that is oh. Prey. I gave it four it and a half star in Letterbox. 
So this is the best uh, Predator movie. Easily, you've seen basically easily because <laughs> I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the first one. I know a lot of people do, um, yeah. and I don't like the second one. I thought the second one's bad. Predators, the third film, I like it the most prior to this, and then the Predator, the new one by Shane Black, 2017 or 2018, I don't remember. I don't like that at all. So this one is just like right. really good. Um, did, you, did, you got, did you got a chance to see this? Many chance? No, I was a no, no. It was about to, but you know, I got, <laughs> I got a bit you busy got, and all busy. that. Um, I was actually gonna watch on Friday night, but like, yeah, I had, you know, I told you I had plans. <laughs> no, that's fair. I'll that's watch fair. it next week. I'll give a review uh next week, and hopefully Kelvin has watched it as well or some other. <sighs> no, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I highly, I highly recommend it. So that is oh. the first one. The second one was the second one. The second one, I've, I was, I was, because I was on Hulu and they, they recommend me other stuff on Hulu. And one of them is Spree right. from 2020. Have you heard of this? Spree, and I don't think so. It stars um, Joe Keery of Stranger Things fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah him. Uh, and basically, it's about him wanting to be a influencer, wanting to be a famous YouTuber, but nothing goes right for like he doesn't get the clicks he doesn't get anything i think he's been like streaming and youtubing for like over several years but never get the views uh, and then one day he decided in order to get the views he's gonna start killing people on camera and so Damn. he's a spree which is an uber driver basically they call it spree in the film he's a spree driver that kills people in his car and that's basically the premise of the film um it's kind of it's kind of nuts. Uh, parts of it I enjoy. I thought Joe Keery's performance was good. The premise is is kind of dumb because especially like is it, well, I guess he's streaming. Like no one's watching his streams so and no one's reporting to authorities. And like you know, the, the craziest thing in this thing is like, oh, that's so fake. Wow. Okay, you can wake up now. Like there is like because they're streaming, and they show the comments. Like the comments like, mm. wow, so fake. Way to go. <laughs> And like in my head, in my hand, and I'm watching it. I'm like, you know what? That's actually very true. If that happened, like on a stream, people would be like, "Boo!" I can, I can see the fake blood, even though it's like real or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the film exponentially gets crazier and crazier. It's sort of slow, and then as he gains more viewer and viewer, and people's like, "Oh shit, maybe this is real." And like the po there is a police car chase eventually in one of the film in in the climax of the film. It gets insane. Um, well, so many blood, so many murder, but. I kind of enjoy it, uh, as but yeah, the, my my biggest takeaway is literally how accurate the portrayal of the social media is. Like, if people see it, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you remember that one YouTuber who killed people in their car?" Yeah. Anyway, how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would happen. Would that not? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like people are just gonna be like, "Oh look, it's all fake." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, that 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 is that is free from 2020. Um, are you interested in watching this now that I've described it to you? Actually, yeah, I don't know why, but like I remembered, like there's this movie. Um, I forgot what it's titled. Oh, but I think there's. If I'm not, if I don't remember, oh yeah, never mind, found it. What is it? I think it's called this one. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, Nerve. 
It's basically like yes, the whole like, the social media game, right? Yeah, yeah, the social media game where like they're told to do dares and shit, and they get money, but then it gets exponentially, you know, like deadlier and deadlier, like even reaches a point where like people like die. So like yeah, yeah I was like it, it's like a similar, I don't know, something similar vibe to that in a way. Yeah. Like and I did actually kind of like that movie. I mean, so yeah, this is actually interesting. <laughs> and it's starring the Stranger Things guy. <laughs> yeah, no, and he's really he's really good in it. <laughs> Steve has dropped off really far, has he? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. You know, he, he, his fame peaked in the eighties, so he tried to do uh, he tried to do a modern social media game, and uh, but yeah, you know, maybe hey, maybe in the councilman, if we keep on getting low views, one day maybe we start doing that. I'm just kidding. Oh no, my god! Don't, don't I'm just kidding. Um, if this is do you if this think is, this going, is a good movie? No. <laughs> if this is going to be played on the court, this is satire. I'm not doing this for real. Uh, <laughs> Need to let us know. This is all jokes. This is all satire. Uh, but yeah, no, that is that is pretty. I gave it three out of five. Three out of five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think last I checked, it would it didn't get that big of a like rating. I mean, five point nine on IMDb. Them yeah. wrong with people. <laughs> it's eh, it's okay. There are some good parts, but yeah, overall, there's it's a lot of it's a lot of mixed message. Like I didn't understand the message at the end of the day. Oh, they're trying to say. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Spree, uh, don't like, chase clout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is basically. This is something like Logan Paul would enjoy, you know. He's like, "Oh yeah, inspirational." <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So that's three, and then my last film for for my first round here, I watched Cloverfield from two thousand eight. That the the big monster movie, right? Yes, the the, it's, the it's all found, like hand found footage. Yeah, found footage. Yeah, that's what they're called. M, how is it? <laughs> have you have you seen it? No, actually, like I've been meaning to. I just again okay. keep forgetting that it exists. Yeah, so I decided to watch it. Um, I think it was on Hulu as well or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, basically, it, like you said, it is a found footage film where just in the in the middle of New York at night, following a group of people who's partying, and then suddenly shit go wrong. Turns out there is a giant monster, alien or whatever. Uh, I don't think it's ever explained. I'm I'm assuming it's alien. Yeah, there's, there's lots a, of theories about it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, and monster, basically yeah, just basically. a giant monster wrecking havoc in Manhattan, and they just have to try to escape, following this group of friends have to escape, um, and they basically decided, oh shit, one of our friends are left behind. We gotta try to save that friend. So they went on an on their own journey trying to do that, and like it's it's wild. Um, lots of collateral damage, obviously. Lots of lost characters. Um, the fun with the styles works great. Um, I think I like I like some of the characters like Lizzie Kaplan is in there. I thought she's good. The main protagonist, not the person behind the camera. There is I feel there is another different character who's sort of like the alpha. I don't want to say alpha male, but he's sort of like the alpha <laughs> of the. It's like the leader. <laughs> yeah, he's like sort of like the leader of the friend group, I guess. Um, yeah. I I like that character. The person behind the camera is the one yeah. that I don't like that much. It's played by TJ Miller. Um, right, and yeah, I mean, no. now he's problematic now, but like even then, you know his style of like being like, oh my God, oh my God, this is crazy. He's like kind of annoying, you know? So like yeah, 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 yeah. a full 85 minutes of him just in the camera being like, oh my God, are you guys seeing this? Oh, I almost died. Holy shit. Oh my God. 
we got a gun. It, it gets annoying. It, it eventually gets annoying. So I'm like, yeah, this it is getting redundant. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, I thought it's re- I thought it's good. It's a lot of fun. It's exciting. Um, but yeah, uh, I like yeah seeing seeing everything from that point of view is pretty cool. Honestly, like I would I would kill to watch a not kill literally again. This is satire. I'm not. <laughs> but I would. I would, I, would, I, would spree. I would kill to watch a Godzilla film in this format. I think this. Oh, oh, that 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 would be something else. Right. We might get a bit over the top if it's like you know uh, what is it, King of the Monsters kind of vibe. You know, there's like multiple <laughs> monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Oh. Yeah, Actually, uh, I want to mention some interesting stuff about uh, that film. I think like I saw this like video about like behind the scenes and all that. The first one is if I if I'm not mistaken, like half of the camera, like you know the found footage like po- point of view, uh-huh. was actually filmed by like T.J. Miller himself, and like actually about like what thirty percent, twenty five percent of all the footage actually made it to the final cut. Wow. That was like actually him. That's actually him like running around with the handy cam. Okay. And I think if I'm not mistaken, like they had to like kind of edit or cut some of those parts out because in the theater it was like very nauseous for some people. Yeah, it gets how the camera right. shakes around. So like they kind of had to like, ed- I'm not sure if they had to edit it out or just edit it immediately. But yeah, I don't know. I was like a bit interested in that. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that ma- that makes sense. But yeah, this is directed. This is directed by Matt Reeves. I think is this his debut? I'm kind of curious now. I'm I'm gonna check the director of the yeah the Batman and um the, um, the new Planet of the Apes. So I'm I'm curious if this is his debut. Let's let's check that real quick. But yeah, I gave it I gave it a three and a half. Again, I thought it's it's very interesting and creative. I like most of it, but yeah, the it gets like you said. There are parts that's nauseous. There's parts that like just um it just gets annoying but for the most part it's it's a it's a good time um i cannot my internet is so slow today for some reason okay no it's not his debut okay it's one of his earlier films it's his third film but it's not his debut okay all right mm-hmm. so yeah three and a half three and a half for me and cloverfield so all what right. is your first one all right so first movie i watched is um I finished off, what do you call it, the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah. Full director Scott. <laughs> the last movie is like four hours long. <laughs> yeah, Return, yeah, Return of the King is like four and a half. Is it four and a half or just four hours? Well, technically the full runtime is four and a half, but I don't include, you know, the uh, credits. So oh, okay. the, it's about four hours. Um, And I think, yeah, no, I've noticed something. Um, I remembered you, you mentioned last week about uh king theoden's speech about like oh, like very inspiring and all that and you said like oh wait apparently that's wrong uh, when you yeah I, 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 text, I text Te- you, yeah well technically no you're right it's just not the in right the movie the yeah it's in return it's in return of the king yeah, you know, the speech is before he charged with his uh yeah, with the rohirrim in yeah in minas Tirith. yeah no that was cool <laughs> just like, <"Dah!"> <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> charge it oh you know that that's uh that's still like I'm actually surprised like that was like in 2003 because I don't know like it, in my opinion like it's still better than like most you know modern movies nowadays the way it looks yeah, I yeah mean, um incredible yeah so like um, an overall of the movie I think it is actually my uh personal like favorite 
because um, it basically has everything, you know, all the uh, drama, uh, storytelling, action. I know, I know the director's cut is, is like very long, but I think the, in my opinion, at least the pace seems kind of right because there's so many things to like, you know, get into details. So many th- like, um, point of view to tell from. There's like Aragorn's point of view, um, Gandalf's, Merry Pippin's, um. Mm-hmm. Is it Frodo and Sam as well, right? So it's so if you want to keep track of all of them, it's gonna be a very long movie. It's fair enough. Um, and um, I like the what is it? Actually, I don't know why, but like the main character in here is I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's Frodo. It's more like Aragorn because it's like you know. I mean, it's literally, about it's him literally becoming, a return yeah. of the king. It's him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he is supposed to be uh, the king of <laughs> Gondor. <laughs> Like Which I'm not gonna lie, I actually do kind of like that because I've already mentioned this before. Frodo is kind of like he's kind of a, a little <laughs> shithead <laughs> because of the ring. The ring made him. The ring made him do that. So, <laughs> so Aragorn's just like you know, kind of a cooler character. Um. So yeah. Um. So yeah. Like apparently, yeah, all the epic battles I remembered. Apparently, it's from there. Um. Yeah. That's all. What else is there? Uh. I think. Um. Oh, there's actually this one part, I don't know why it gets to me, but there's like this one part where Frodo was walking into Mount Doom. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know, it looks a bit jarring. Like, you can kind of see the the tunnel is like shaking around a bit around him, like oh, kind yeah. of warping around him. I don't know why, it just it was a bit weird. But like, aside from that, uh, oh, everything is uh, pretty cool. And yeah. um, I should I should mention this. Uh, there was actually a cut scene in Lord of the Rings where mm-hmm. from this one, The Return of the King, where somehow Sauron has his like physical form and he fought with Aragorn. Like I saw that on YouTube. Like the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so I, weird. I, I, like, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't know. Like yeah, I saw it on like YouTube. Like he just suddenly like appears like a magical light and then suddenly Sauron has like a physical body and he fights Aragorn. Uh, it, was, it was very off, but <laughs> but yeah that, that didn't make it to the director's cut. So um <clears throat> yeah um overall it's a very good movie. I think I gave it the uh, 4.5 out of 5 on Lurbox. 4.5? Yeah. Not a 5 star? Not a 5... I well... No, you reserved like, you reserve you know, your 5 stars for other stuff. Yeah, that's true. And to be fair, you know, the movie was so, a bit no, long and was I don't long. know, some parts some parts were a bit, I don't know, in my opinion, I guess a bit dragged on, but I guess, you know, it's important lore, interesting stuff yeah. here and there. That's yeah. I, I mean, I liked it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, this one... This one um, I I technically rewatch Fellowship and Two Towers, but I don't want to talk about it because you already did it last week. I didn't get to Return of the King this week, but oh, yeah, Return of the King is my favorite of the whole of the whole trilogy. Um, again, like you said, just the visuals and just whenever I watch it, especially the better of Pelennor Fields in front of Minas Tirith, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it just I just try I just like to think like how the hell did they film this? This is insane. Like just trying to imagine how that was done is like Actually, incredible. Because yeah. the scale of it is massive. Yeah, like again, every all the all the other battles too, like in front of the black gates and everything. Whenever I watch it, I was like, "How did they accomplish filming this? This looks crazy." Uh, but yeah, Peter Peter, ja- Peter Jackson is is incredible. But it's a revolutionary. Scenes. Yeah, <laughs> one of, one of my favorite scenes in this film is like literally in the end of like. Um, my friends, you bow to no one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. It was very heartwarming. <laughs> and I also like the part where Sam is like, I may not be able to carry the ring for you, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you. 
I'll give you a, he actually left the baby. I like, he's, I like he's, it. A real, he's a real Chad. <laughs> but I, I always imagine what would happen if he's like, all right, Mr. Frodo, I cannot throw the ring for you, but I can throw you. I can throw. <laughs> <laughs> if Golem ever attacked, he's just like, okay. Uh... <laughs> I just like, can oh, you, that just imagine? realized, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I just realized, like, in the end, like, technically, like, if it weren't for Golem, like, the ring would have, you know, like, Sauron would have, like, won, like, the battle there in the Battle of Blackgate. Because, <laughs> like, cause Golem was the one, like, who jumped on Frodo's back, bit his finger off, and, you know, and Frodo, like, pushed him off the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, technically, he's the real savior of uh, Middle-earth. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Good on Golem. Best character. <laughs> Great. Andy Serkis is so good. Whenever I watch it, I'm like, I forget yeah. how good he is in this role. I know, right? I like that he can portray, um, what is it? Steve Did Buscemi. Oh my, oh my god! No, is that mean? Is that too mean? Before we move on, um, uh-huh. I, my, I made a review on Letterboxd for Fellowship of the Ring. And I basically, in my review, I mentioned how in Fellowship, remember in the opening scene, Gandalf literally, I don't know how long the film, I don't know how long the duration of the, like the events of the films are, but Gandalf literally went from the Shire to Minas Tirith to Isengard, fought Saruman, got captured, and then he is able to go to Rivendell. And in the same time, Frodo and his little legs was able to get from the Shire to Rivendell. And like the last the last leg of that thing, he got carried by Arwen. So like Gandalf oh, yeah. literally like went back and forth like several times and then got captured in the middle of it and still made it made it back in time. And then Frodo like, hello, I'm here now. Yeah, <laughs> Damn, Gandalf. The wizards are uh, very mysterious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um that that was that was your first film, Return of a Gang, four point five stars. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. For now, okay. to be honest, right. it's actually deserved a bit more than four and a half, but it's not exactly like five either. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So going back to me then, uh, my fourth film that I want to talk about is Zero Dark Thirty. Have you seen that? Uh, well, a very long time ago. I can't remember exactly what happened. I know it's yeah. about the assassination of, Osama not assassination, like just the kill yeah, of Osama bin Laden. Yeah, the mission, the mission to uh, manhunt Osama bin Laden, released in 2012 by Catherine Bigelow. I don't remember if this film won Best Picture or not. Um, have to fact check that. But yeah, it stars Jessica Chastain, Jason Clark, Kyle Chandler, Mark Strong, Chris Pratt's in this. Yeah, it's a oh, Chris Pratt's in. I didn't, I didn't remember him. Yeah, he plays, he plays one of the, he plays one of the special forces um, team team member at the end of the film who's taking down Osama. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. But yeah, uh, I mean, I thought the film was good. It's kind of it's kind of long, especially because yeah. it's two hours and a half. I think it's kind of long, and especially, I don't know why. The premise of the film is literally the manhunt, right? Like to find him. The actual part of the mission when they're trying when they already locate Osama and they try to kill him, that part lost me. That part was so long. I was like, "Oh my god, get this over with! I just want to go to bed." It's so long, and it lost me. Like that final climactic ending. 
Um, that's why I didn't love it as much. But like everything building up, I thought was really good. Uh, Jessica Chastain was good. One of my favorite scenes in the film is like when they're trying to track down uh, with the phone, when they're trying to track, track him down in the market, like to follow the phone and everything. I don't know if you remember that. And there is yeah. also a scene with the um, head of the, is it FBI or CIA? It's FBI, right? CIA? Yeah, if they're involved in all this. Yeah, basically the, the head of the the head of them, they're like asking, oh, uh, how many how many percent, what's the percentage of uh, how sure are you that Osama is in this place? And then like several people is like, oh, I don't know, man, it's like 60, it's like uh, 70, it's like 40 to 50 percent. And then like, what about you, Jessica Chastain? What about you? A hundred percent. He's a hundred percent there. And everyone's like, shit. Well, okay, we're doing the mission. Like, I thought there's like such a baller move. I was like, I love that. But yeah, again, the ending was the one that really drags it down. So I gave it a three and a half stars. Oh, all right. Yep. Fair enough. Any, <laughs> any thoughts? Any thoughts on this based on anything you remember or not? I really can't remember. I only remember like the the whole like plot, not really the like exactly what happened in the movie. I, I was thinking like I think the reason why I wasn't like um wasn't too interested in like rewatching it or anything so like i don't know like the movie the type of movies like just seems like on this more like drama focused like you know type of documentary like kind of deal it's not actually like full-on action like i don't know some of bin laden is like getting chased on a camel and like, <laughs> oh the military that, or something that's no that's just that's just a parody film yeah, no, 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 but it's not like an action pack kind of film. It's actually it's yeah, more like it's a, dra- drama, like based, you know. It's so. a procedural. It's a procedural stuff. I especially try to find him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, part of me is not like not interested in that aspect. That's why. That's right. <laughs> not gonna that's, lie. That's the part of it I kind of enjoy. Uh, but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Um. Next up, this is probably the worst film that I saw. I mean, I guess you I gave it. I gave, or... I, I gave it. I guess of this week. I guess I gave it the same rating as Spree, but I like it less. So funny story. I want I wanted to watch the Resident Evil films. Yeah. Um, uh, because I re- I watched uh, Raccoon City a while ago, right? The newest one, and I was like, you know what? Let's check out the Resident Evil films. Why not? Maybe they're not so bad. So I wanted to I wanted to watch them. I accidentally end up watching the Underworld film starring Kate Beckinsale, right. which <laughs> is not is still not very good. But it's very different because it's about vampires and werewolves and everything. And Kate Beckinsale is like the vampire hunter. Um, no, werewolf hunter, sorry. Yeah. And I mean, visually, it looks good. There are some cool action stuff. The world building is okay, I guess. But the film is just, again, it's like two hours. I, it kind of lost me. Um, Kate Beckinsale is okay. Uh, I like Bill Nye being the vampire. Bill Nye is pretty cool as the yeah. vampire. Uh, and Michael Sheen playing the werewolves, but yeah, I mean, visually it's visually it's cool, but everything else is just fine. Like, not not a big fan of the story, not a big fan of the world, really. Um, it just it feels it feels like a grimy two thousand one film, not in a bad way, but like visually it looks grimy, like the the, the style of it, and I don't yeah, really yeah. enjoy. I don't really enjoy that. So yeah, Underworld three point five three three out of five. So yeah, huh. have you I seen this I... one? Uh, I think the first one, the one you're mentioning, no, I haven't seen that one. I think I watched one of the later ones. Though I do agree with the uh, Eat Bacon Seal does look visually stunning in this movie. (laughs) 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 Actually, that's true. She's always stunning in any movie. (laughs) Shit. 
<laughs> okay, so my last film is the one that I actually want to yep. talk about the most. Yep. Because it's it just came out. Uh-huh. It's called it's called Fall. F A. Oh, I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer for that when I was watching that horror movie last week. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to hear. Based on the trailer, I don't know if you've seen my review on that box, but based on the trailer. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think the film is about, and do you think it's a good film or not? I just want to hear your thoughts. Uh, uh, two women are stuck in a tower because because they wanted to go climbing or something and then and then they're, they're yeah they're just up there I, I don't know dude i don't know this is one of, you know how i'm like you know like oh look this movie's one of those things where it's like oh the premise is great but the execution is bad this looks like the premise is terrible just like uh we're stuck in a tower oh no <laughs> we have no cell phones <laughs> honestly that is my exact thought going into the film i was like this is so dumb what the hell? Literally, the poster is just them climbing a tower, and they fell. The title is "Fall," okay? So it's not a spoiler that one of them, quote unquote, is there is stuff that's happening. They they fall down, they survive, whatever. I'm not gonna mm. go. Into, uh, okay, maybe I'll go to details. We'll see. But you you know, basically, the premise looks dumb. The only reason I watch this is because I I want to support Virginia Gardner. I love her from the Runaways Marvel TV show. So I've been checking out all of her other stuff. Uh, and she's in this, and it's also stars Grace Fulton, who recently changed her name to. Grace Carolyn Curry. So just for context, in case anyone's like, oh, Grace Fulton, because she changed her name because she got married. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just those two, those two characters decide to climb up this tower to overcome a certain fear that they have, to overcome like a past trauma. So they decide yep. to do that, to overcome it. And then throughout my own, in my head the whole time, I'm like, okay, good job. You climbed to the top. Great. You know, you know, going down is probably going to be harder, right? <laughs> and then, yep, of course, yes, you might expect. Um, my biggest worry about going to this film is that, again, the premise is so simple. This is almost a two-hour movie. It's like one hour forty something. Oh, uh, so you I'm like a movie that long about that the damn tower. What the hell are they going to do? Exactly. So the good parts, the actual survival parts of the film, like. The survival, because essentially it's a survival movie with horror aspects of it, because the the fear of the heights, again, it's shot really well, like the heights and everything, it makes you feel like, oh shit, this is kind of scary. Um, they're oh, like yeah. jump scares of like um, when characters like certain fall down or whatever, like they slip or whatever, like there's kind of like, oh no, what's going to happen? How did that, they did well. And the survival parts are actually really good, because they're like, um, there are moments. Do you mind if I spoil a little bit? Are you, are you planning to watch this ever at all? I I don't think so. Even if it turns out to be a decent movie, I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the survival parts of it of like, um, oh, we don't have cell reception. What are we gonna do? Oh man, we're out of water. Uh, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna survive? Blah blah blah. The actual survival parts, uh, I thought they did a really good job with it. And the shout out to the hair and makeup team. I thought they did a fantastic job. With the look of it, because the characters are like stuck there for a couple of days and they look more pale, they got injured, there is blood, there is wounds. I thought the hair and makeup did fantastic in that part department. Um, Grace Fulton was good. I like her a lot in here. Virginia Gardner was good as well. Not as much as I, not as good as Grace Fulton, in my opinion, but they're both great. Um, and again, if you just made it a simple survival movie, would have been good. The script surrounding it, like everything building up. 
to the climb of the tower, the things in between them surviving is not the best. It gets very melodramatic at times. There is some character conflict that something to do about their past that's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Um, that's kind of melodramatic. Um, and yeah, just basically a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that are not survival essential, it just gets kind of a bit, it, it's a bit much. Um, and there are also moments in my head which have, I'm not supposed to laugh at it, but I laugh just because of how dumb, how dumb it is. And it's, I, I know I shouldn't laugh, but I did. And it's just, <laughs> again, there are like moments which I'm like, God damn it, that is so stupid. Why would you, why would you do that? Um, like there's literally, again, spoilers. If you don't want to hear everyone, go turn it off, skip ahead for a couple of minutes. Spoilers. There is a part in the film where they decided to send a, cause they cannot, they cannot get any signal. They cannot do anything. They have a drone. So they decided to send a drone to this to like a motel that they stayed with a note. Mm -hmm. So they're sending the drone. And then they decided to send it like it was it's sort of like high, right? And then they decided to descend. Like as it goes closer to the motel, they they go lower and lower. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, okay, do not go any lower. You're passing a street. I can tell there's gonna be a truck or something coming. You guessed it right, a truck came, brown, the drone got this one. I'm like, God damn it, you could have just made the drone fly a little bit higher. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah no there's that part and there is a again spoiler there is an m night Shyamalan type twist in this film that in my theater someone literally said what the fuck because <laughs> in the film in the film like i think in the third second act or something yep. virginia virginia gardner's character fell down and in the film, she catch, she hold on to the rope. She got badly injured. She survived. They pull her. Um, Grace Fulton pulled her up, yep. and they basically like shit. That was that was close. That was insane. Oh my god! And then in the third in the third act, almost in the finale, really, she was like, "Okay, we gotta do this now. I need to borrow your. I need to borrow your shoe to get attention at someone." And I'm like, "You well, you cannot you cannot get my you cannot use my shoe." What do you mean? Your shoe is right there. I already used my shoe. I cannot go down. You cannot use my shoe because my shoe is down there along with my body. I, I fell down, remember? And there, it's revealed that she didn't she didn't catch the rope, that she's dead the whole time. And that the Virginia Gardner that's in the remainder of the film is like a self-rejection of Grace Fulton's character because she can't she cope of like shit. I, she's trying to cope with the guilt of like your friend dying. So that's the whole film what? that's part of it. It's like that. I'm like, what the fuck? That is like bad shit, crazy. <laughs> so yeah, there's that whole thing. Honestly, if they didn't do with the twist, the film would have been fine. I thought the twist it kind of it kind of meddles the film in terms of its tone and everything. But yeah. Um. Again, overall, <laughs> I enjoy most of the part of it. Uh, <laughs> three out of five, out of three point five out of five. But yeah, uh, that is. That is the film. Also, a grab that I have, the whole film is about them trying to survive and go down. They oh. didn't even show her go down. They basically cuts to how she managed to send the message. Um, and then it cuts of her being down already. I'm like, why didn't they show her go down? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to spoil 
how she was able to get down like what is the solution because i already mentioned the drone and everything i'm not going to spoil it but i'll just tell you when they actually the moment where they're like this is how we're going to send the message that she is stuck up here i in my head i'm like jeez that is that is ridiculous it's smart but that's ridiculous and i don't know how i feel about it so yeah damn <laughs> Also, I found out I found out that BuzzFeed Film Studios is a thing based on this film. Literally, the yeah. opening card was like, brought to you by BuzzFeed Studios. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. BuzzFeed. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, right. thoughts, thoughts on this? Are you going to watch it now that I spoil everything with <laughs> this whole thing? Oh, probably not. Because, well, to be honest, you know, that, that was a bit intriguing with that weird twist. But I guess, I don't know. I, don't know, I still do, I just don't like the premise of surviving in like yeah, it's, a it's, broken it's, it's, old towers. It's a, bit, it's a little bit too long. If you can check yeah. it out in theaters and you don't mind spending it, I recommend it because the visuals of it and everything. But if it's at home, probably not. <laughs> like how the reactions are so big. It's either like what what is this to like <laughs> I'm so gonna good. see this. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my last one for the week. Right, so I guess uh, I'll tell you my second, and I guess also last for me. Apparently, I just checked. Oh, we uh, yeah, it's been reviewed several times already, <laughs> by by us. Oh yeah. Right. What so it? uh, yeah, it, it's I watched the uh, the Gray Man because ah. I I wanted to, I just wanted to watch something while I eat, and I just opened Netflix and I saw that. Right. So. Yeah, I, I think I don't actually remember what you guys said about your previous reviews. Apparently, like you and Tengu have already stated it here. But like, um, the movie, I think, in my opinion, actually, I think the movie was like pretty like decent. I think in my like it should be like the the benchmark of like modern action movies. It's like okay. it's not like the absolute best action movie ever, but at the same time, it's like a good baseline. <clears throat> so you know, like basic as a very basic ass story um but very like you know like uh was it like well shot actions and choreography and all that mm-hmm. not to the same extent of like you know the raid or john wick but that's like on another level but i think this one's like you know like on a decent level so that part was like yeah so obviously i definitely did enjoy the action scenes it was pretty cool <laughs> right gosling's character is like very uh badass but not like in a scary way just in a more mysterious way i guess very ryan gosling-esque yeah very ryan gosling-esque yeah i really like yeah um i don't know the character isn't much i don't know she's just like a random sidekick he just kind of like has <laughs> every, yeah. like every now and then um what else is there uh douchey chris evans he's pretty cool well i say he's pretty cool but i don't know like his douchey part <laughs> is pretty cool but at the same time like the the movie keeps implying that he's like this big dangerous man and he's killed a lot of people and all that but we've only seen him kill like i don't know more or less like two or three people and the people he killed are not like you know like armed henchmen they're just like some random ass people (laughs) like a guy sitting on the couch like he just killed him like i don't know like he did feel like a interesting no as a villain like he got the vibe, just not the right um, writing, I guess. <laughs> He's just all goofy and shit. 
get a weird. Um, and I think, in my opinion, the weirdest part of the movie is actually the drone shots. Some I don't know. Some of them just felt a bit unneeded for the action sequences where they have the drone shots. It kind of makes sense, but there's like some where it's just like a transition, you know, like oh, like there's let's move to these characters in this place. And then you see the drone shot going, I don't understand what that was all about. Like, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't needed. <laughs> like, yeah, so I don't understand what the whole thing with that drone shot. This is a bit weird. <laughs> but no, overall, I think the film was like, yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, it's pretty decent, pretty fun. But, you know, it's not, don't expect anything like, you know, like good storytelling or whatever. If anything, a story is like worse than John Wick. And John Wick's story is like, you no, know, the story, very bad. The story is probably the weakest the story, part of the film. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, but still, I, I like Ryan Gosling's character. He's he's very badass. Yeah, my my favorite line from that film is uh, Jessica Jessica Henwick and Chris Evans. They're talking like, "Why are you walking like that?" Because I got shot in the ass, Suzanne. I don't know. I got shot in the ass, Suzanne. I don't know why I like the the line of the line delivery of Chris Chris Evans in the film. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why. I, that's why I like his vibe. It's just you know his story is just bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. I like I like Bushi Chris Evans. Like he's, you know, because it's literally the same vibe as the the one in uh. That's another Anna Dermas movie was in it as well. Um, yeah, knives, knives, out. knives, knives out. Yeah, like same yeah, vibe yeah. as well. <laughs> Is it always just? Is it just weird? Like, is Chris Evans and Anna Diarmas will always be on the opposite side? <laughs> Every time they appear in a movie yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. Is this both the second time Anna Diarmas has worked with Chris Evans and with Ryan Gosling on separate films? Obviously, because Blade Runner twenty forty nine and yeah. this one, and then Knives Out and this one. So yeah. Yeah, and she's always like the protagonist, and he's the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and about this as well, I think I last I remembered was 200 it was like two hundred mil. It's a lot. Is it two hundred? How is? Yeah. How do you spend two hundred on that? I don't know. It's so much, like, and they didn't even market it. Like, I okay, I guess product, when they when they do budget in there, they never include marketing budget. I don't think, right? They don't they don't include marketing? It's just yeah, but the shooting yeah, and all that. That's a lot. Also, like again, if you do that kind of money for like a box office film, okay, you can gamble on the box office returns, right? On yeah. Netflix. You are getting it back through subscriptions. Is it re- is two hundred million dollars really worth the amount of subscript the amount of new subscriptions you're gonna get? I don't think people are like getting Netflix to watch this. So that's right. like a lot of investment for that one film. So I'm interested yeah, that, the Netflix strategy was in that. You know, now here's the thing. I I'm, I'm googling right now uh for the budget of these movies of these high rated action movies. Oh my goodness, no way. <laughs> well basically right like john wick the what do you call it john wick's uh budget is only like 75 million dollars <laughs> the rate is only like yeah. 5 million <laughs> how, is, how is that movie or what i just mentioned it it's like not as great as those movies yeah. yet it's like yeah. more than triple the budget <laughs> combined you see, I, I have a list right now of the most expensive Netflix uh, films production budget. So Army of the Dead is at 10, and in the, this top 10, Army of the Dead is at $90 million, which is a lot, yep. I feel like, for that even. Um, mm-hmm. We all we all saw that. Midnight Sky is $100 million. I don't know what this is, but it's a George Clooney survival film. 
um, like in Alaska or whatever it looks like. Uh, 2017's Bride starring Will Smith, the one about the cop and the orcs and everything. I don't know if you've seen that. That's 106 yeah, yeah. million. Mitchell's versus the Machine is 110 million. Triple Frontier, the Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, Pedro Pascal film is 115 million. Outlaw King, Chris Pine, um, Chris Pine Medieval, uh, what's it called? Robert the Bruce, the Scotland King story, 120 million. Underground, Six Underground, the Michael Bay film, 150 million, starring Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. The Irishman, Martin Scorsese's film, is 160 million. That makes more sense for that film. And then the top two is tied. So The Gray Man at 200 million and Red Notice, 200 million. That's also that's... 200. How, how did they spend that much money? Did, did most of it go to the actors or something? Did they demand I that much? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think. Again, I don't know the whole. The because Netflix has an exposed right, like how many viewerships. I don't think, but I don't know the financial behind the scenes of all of. I feel. I feel like you are not getting return on investment on that money for especially for that film. But there yeah, it was insane. The two hundred million. It's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, so no, much. That's, that's, so much that's too much for a mediocre action movie. It's quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I guess with the mediocrity, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. <laughs> okay. Just a decent movie, yeah. Also 3.5. That's what minus... you gave it. That's what you gave it. That's what I did, gave yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Yeah, that concludes our um, weekly watches. Yeah. Uh, watched a lot. And I've noticed, I think a lot of people have watched pretty much what you saw, Bullet Train. Um. Yeah, Bullet Train came out, machine, out, came out a week ago, then. so yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Is it, I'm not not sure if it's out here. I really actually want to watch it. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, out, it's out a week ago. Praise also out a week ago. So yeah, the again, so we saw Praise, Spree, Cloverfield, Return of the King, Zero Dark Thirty, Underworld, Fall, and Grey Man. Such, such a mixture of movies. Mostly action, but... Yeah, yeah. mostly action. <laughs> some, some horror. Honestly, some it's, horror. Like, it's like four horror and four action, probably. Uh, so yeah. Very balanced. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, yeah. let us know in the comments, thoughts on that film, if you're interested or whatnot. Check out our letterbox. I'll update it after the show. So, if you want to see all of those. But yeah, let's jump in to the news topic. Let's jump in right into the news. And the first news is oh, more good news for Kelvin because he really likes The Flash. <laughs> okay, maybe not after what happened with uh, the person portraying him. <laughs> So, yes, Warner Bros. considering three options for The Flash. What are these three options, Albert? I think you've mentioned it somewhere here. <laughs> yes, let me just grab the... I mean, I sent it to you guys, so let me just find a picture real quick. If not, mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab the... I'm going to find the picture online. But it, oh. basically, Warner Brothers released an announcement of three things that they wanted that they're considering regarding the marketing of The Flash. Oh, it's not here. One second. But... Yeah, they finally start addressing Ezra Miller and mm -hmm. the recent the recent ongoings that they did. So here it is. Screen share. Um, here we go. So Warner Brothers considers three options for the flash. The first one, if if Ezra Miller gets professional help and explains behavior, film is released with limited press. Option two. If they don't get help, the film will still be released with minimal publicity for from them, 
and they'll be recast for future films. Option three, if the situations get worse, Warner Brothers could scrap the film altogether. So finally, they're speaking out on this on uh, on their ongoing recently. Thoughts on this, and which option do you think is probably best? Um, not so sure actually. Um, isn't he currently like going to jail or something, or not going to jail, but they, like you know, just like considering? Uh, they. I don't know. Yeah, I think they they were charged. Uh, okay. with yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I'm not so sure about this. I think the second one might be like I'm not I'm not sure if it's like the best choice, but I don't know. This it sounds like something like the most believable one that will kind of happen. Because I think they already did mention, right? They, well, they say they were gonna release it like you know sometime next year. It is but it was mentioned at some point. It's yeah, it is. It's it is coming out next year. It's still, still coming out next year. It's. it's it was supposed to be this year, but they delayed it. So, so I'm guessing the third one is what is it? <laughs> if Ezra Miller actually does go to jail, <laughs> the Warner Bros would just straight up scrap it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, to it, be honest, it's fair. I guess it really depends on like what, how bad the situation gets, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like every week, I thought like, okay, Ezra Miller, another news for Ezra Miller. Let's see. Uh, I, this is probably the worst. And then another week passed, and like another news of Ezra Miller doing something. Like it doesn't stop. Like it's insane. Like it I see it. Literally, they need to get help. I don't. Something's not right with Ezra Miller mentally. So I yeah. really hope they get professional help. But yeah, it's it's insane. It's it's becoming it's becoming a, a joke at this point. Um, and like. I wonder for option three what that means because I feel like we are literally at rock bottom. Like, I don't know how it could get worse. Reza Miller recently got charged. Yep. And I think prior to that, they haven't got charged. Like, there's just been reports and everything, but recently they got charged. Like, what could get worse? Like, literally, if... Uh, knock on wood, but like, if they, like fatally wounded or kill someone that's like oh god uh, no i think at that point yeah it's, it's definitely option three even though it's a 200 million dollar loss but <laughs> yeah it is kind of like yeah that's kind of expected actually yeah but come to think of it i don't know that comment got got me there from the instagram post like why yeah why isn't it like why isn't one of the options is to release it on hbo max directly no, they they have they have no plans they have no plans to do that at all I know, but they'll at least get something back, right? Or I'm not so sure. Or is that still like, you know, <laughs> even if like the situation is like kind of iffy, say it's like on stage two, <laughs> are they still like, like you know, they're well, like, what oh, do we, we still don't want. What do you mean stage two? Uh, I mean, here based on the picture. So like if he doesn't get help, so maybe, I don't know, like number two, like sounds like, yeah, if he doesn't get help, just release it on HBO Max, you know, with limited publicity and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, I don't know just do that or <laughs> to be fair like they'll get something back right i don't know <laughs> i i guess but I, they they probably don't want to be in hbo max again because it's just such a big scope and with they got like the full cast with michael keaton coming back and everything yeah yeah but if i were realistically 
I think again. So stage one, option one is again if Ezra Miller gets professional help and explains behavior, film is re- released with limited press. I think probably number one is probably what's going to happen. But the question is again, will Ezra Miller get that help? Right. But I think yeah, like number yeah. one is most realistic because can you imagine them releasing the Flash? But Ezra Miller is not in the press at all for the publicity. That's nuts. Yeah, that's true. I, I cannot recall a film that has done that where the lead actor is the not lead, the lead actor is not there. Not the publicity for any of it. Because yeah, usually it's either you know yeah it's either like option one or literally option three right. There's never really a middle ground. Is yeah. there? No, it's never really a middle ground there. Yeah. They just like straight up remove them or something. Yeah, it's 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 tough, but yeah, I, I think again, I think I think yeah, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna go with option one. And they're really I think they're just releasing the statement just because they feel like they have to release something, you know. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, yeah, no, for weeks, like, we've already talked about this and we literally got, like, nothing from Warner Brothers. <laughs> just, you know, just like Ezra did some mm-hmm. bad shit and the movie's getting pushed and definitely a uh, bad use for... Where is that? No, that's not it. Is it this one? <laughs> bad Kelvin. use for uh, Kelvin. Oh, no, that's something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, let us know in the comment section what people what what are people thinking in the comment section? Are they mixed uh, or? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to uh, a lot mentioning about you know Israel's like mental state and all that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm glad I'm glad finally one of us are speaking on it, but. Well, we'll just we'll just have to see again. I think this is part of obviously this is they feel like they have to talk about it publicity wise. But yeah, I mean, is it Atlanta, is it weird that I can make a weird comp- a comparison to like uh, the boys? You know how like the superheroes and the boys they're like they're like celebrities, <laughs> but they're like assholes like behind the scenes and all that. Like this is like one of those things where it's like kind of leaking out a bit. I've seen Ezra memes. Miller. I've seen memes of comparing like this. Ezra Miller is actually a train. <laughs> oh well. Oh. <laughs> oh, to be fair, you know, Adrian is like one of the like well now at least one of the better heroes. He's going straight up Homelander at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Uh jeez. Yeah, I mean, well, let's I guess I guess we'll have to see uh what next new next week have in store for Ezra Miller. If they, they do something we else, we might again. actually get another news again. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, literally, I think, like you said, yeah, the most recent one was, I think, is it in Vermont? That was in Hawaii. Like, no, Hawaii was like long. long Ezra right? Miller, go to news. Yeah, Vermont. Child service. Child services. Well, isn't he like giving out drugs or something? Yeah. One day ago, Ezra Miller flash flashes playful grin while lounging with mom after third arrest. Okay. So anyway, anyway, yeah. That is a, that is a oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I want I want some I want someone to make a timeline of all the stuff that Ezra Miller have done, just to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, when yeah. like Morgan Bruce just gets to see all that, like, oh my god, they're doing a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, but yeah, that is the that is the news for the Warner Bros. Ezra Miller stuff. Is there anything else you want to add, or? I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, you can help this list by expanding it. I don't think I want to expand his list of crimes. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Right. So yeah, we'll 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 just have to see what happens again. This is still slated for twenty twenty three. Let me double check real quick. Twenty twenty three, June June twenty twenty three. So. So yeah. June what? June twenty twenty three. Damn. Yeah, exactly 23rd, 23rd, 23rd of June, 2023. So yeah. Can I can I draft that for my 2023 just to actually lose? You can draft it. <laughs> Calvin drafted it this year. I don't know. Well, to be fair, he drafted it long, long before any of these like even like allegations even like appeared, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. But yeah. Um... Very tragic. Um, I don't even know what to how to tra- transition from this. <laughs> Let's go from something very uh, dark to uh, I suppose it's quite light <laughs> to for use. Uh, live action Pac-Man movie. Damn, the transition. <laughs> I don't even know. Yep. Uh, so yeah, recent recent news announced that there will be a live action, not animated, live action Pac-Man movie in development. Um, where is this? Yeah, uh, the film, the film development at Bandai Namco and Wayfarer, based on the original idea from Sonic the Hedgehog producer Chuck Williams. This is reported by uh, the Hollywood Reporter. So, thoughts on a Pac-Man movie, but not any movie, live action. The closest thing we got to live action Pac-Man was that uh, really terrible movie. No. I haven't watched Sonic. No, is it though? <laughs> oh no, Pixels! Oh no! Oh, oh, that was a terrible movie. But I gave. I don't know. How do you make a story out of Pac-Man? Just eats oranges. Right, right. Like this. Does Pac-Man have a? Because we all know Pac-Man. I mean, if you don't know Pac-Man, Google it up. I feel like everyone knows Pac-Man at this point, right? It's the yellow creature circle that eats the lights and whatever, and being chased by the ghost. Like literally, yeah. that's. A, I don't think there is any story behind Pac-Man. Maybe if there is a lore. I'm not familiar. I know there is Miss Pac-Man. They're like married or something, right? But there's like a different video game. Um, but I don't think there is any story. It's just them from level to level. And it's an arcade style. So I don't know what the story is going to be. And again, if it's an animated film, like maybe like sort of a... What, what even? I, maybe if it's like an escape escape room. I don't know, whatever. Like a horror, <laughs> like a, like a horror film where he's being chased by the, by the ghost or something. Maybe, <laughs> but this is the, the fact is the live action one is confusing me because okay, Sonic works, yeah, Pac Man in live action with human. What, <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think about this? Do you think it's gonna be like, how? Oh, why did I want to say it's kind of like an ET kind of movie, <laughs> but instead of the alien, it's fucking pac-man who gets him they try to get him back to his world whatever defeat the ghost blah 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 so pac-man is an alien that came through the portal dimension or something yeah something like that and a bunch of kids are trying to get at home or something at the same time he's being chased by ghosts that also made it through the portal i have a feeling that i'm gonna predict that i think that's gonna be the plot 
It's the only thing I can think of that makes the remote sense, which isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I literally don't know. Like, I'm, this is gonna be a family film, so the horror thing is definitely out of the table. If it's from the Sonic the Hedgehog producer, they're probably gonna make an original story of. I guess it's from a different from a different dimension. I don't know. Like you said, different different world, an alien or some sorts. But it's so weird. They should have done. They should have done an animated film. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, what are they gonna do? They bring back James Marsden or something, and then it's uh, make Pac-Man. I don't. I don't know. It's I just you know. I just don't. Understand I, the I mean, honestly, even if you say like a Pac-Man like animated film, which sounds you know better than a live action, like why are they still? Yeah, it's still a matter of like the story and like the characterization. It's not like it's not like Pac-Man speaks or anything. <laughs> Like actual, you know like, what? You're, you're right. Wait, well, wait, do they do he speak? Oh, he just makes like oh, 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 when he dies, he doesn't make any, he doesn't like speak uh, <laughs> with speech. No, you're, you're fair. Uh, there are two designs obviously, the very simple clip art design, and there is the one that's like with the arms and the legs, right? That That's also the modern design, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I is is this going to be? I, I'm I'm legitimately trying to wrap my head around of like what kind of plot can they do with this? Because I don't have I don't have an idea at all of how they're gonna try to make this work. I have I literally have nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to see of like Pac-Man movies idea on Google and see. Well, Fred says here, I've played Pac-Man all through my childhood, and since then I thought of numerous ways to do adaptations based on this video game icon. Well, give us some ideas, because genuinely we're stuck. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> what are they gonna, like, I don't know the lore behind Pac-Man, <laughs> if there is any. You know what, His let's backstory. see. <laughs> Pac-Man's backstory. Let's Google this. Yeah, I'd come to think of it, like kids in the later gen, in the newer generation, probably aren't actually aware of Pac-Man. I know we're all like, oh, everybody knows Pac-Man. The thing is, we're kind of old now, but <laughs> yeah, and Pac-Man was technically like before our time as well. I mean, I know, I know for sure they're probably gonna go. They're gonna go with this design for the film. Right, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's not, no way they do the other. There's no way they do the other one. There's no way they do the pixeling one. Yeah. This is again for all your listeners. This is the Pac-Man that have legs and arms. But again, imagine, imagine. Let's just take James Marsden because it's in the Sonic film. Imagine James Marsden in the city ordering coffee, and then behind him in line is this creature. <laughs> <laughs> this creature, just, a, just like an emoticon or something. Just a walking circle, like. Are you well, are you a pizza? Yeah. What are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't even speak, or at least we don't know he does. <laughs> yeah. My God. I don't know, man. What movie can they do with Pac? They possibly this. And Katie Lynch mentioned about what is this? Who's Chuck William? He's the producer of the Sonic movies. Oh, right. Well, okay, maybe he might find a way somehow, but like to be fair. I haven't watched the Sonic movies, but, you know, I thought Sonic movies were just, you know, decent. It's not like they were 
amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, they say they say the story is based on an original pitch by Chuck Williams. While described as a live action, it is possible that it could be a live action animation hybrid with CGI Pac-Man fleeing from ghosts in the real world. <laughs> However, it's <laughs> unclear at this time if that's the case or the plan is to reimagine Pac-Man as a human being. Oh no. In any case, it will take some creativity on William's part to tell a compelling Pac-Man story as a feature film. Can you imagine Pac-Man being a human being? Oh, how is that gonna work? How are they gonna design him? Oh, there's probably uh, a guy so with fan arts. A guy there's definitely with a, fan arts out there. A guy with a yellow hoodie, boxing gloves, and red and an Air Jordans. Eating Jordans. Eating yeah. ghosts. What, what is this like? Steal my look kind of thing. Like copy his look. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Like two thousand uh, dollars Air Jordans. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, I don't think this is gonna work. But whatever. I don't even we'll know. Have to see, we'll, have, we'll have to see. This this is such a Kelvin type of movie, I swear. Yeah, okay. would be weird enough so, to watch this. Maybe which one are it. you more which one are you more excited for? The Pac-Man movie? Mm-hmm. Or the Super Mario movie that Chris Pratt is voicing? Well to be no, to be honest, I know Super Mario. At least Super Mario has like, you know, actual story lore or whatever. And it's, an, and it's um, animated. Just, and it's animated. And uh what is it? He actually speaks, you know. I know he has like an over-exaggerated, oh, very stereotypical <laughs> Italian accent, but at least he speaks instead of just going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> just, <Do> you... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm, I'm more, I have more hope for the Mario movie. Also, what are the chances that they build up to a Super Smash Bros. Avengers film? Like, I mean, like, you know, I'm not going like, to lie. That is going Mario. to be beyond epic, but... but the fact that you're gonna have to wait for the build up by watching a bunch of like really weird movies. <laughs> like it's just a crossover film. They don't even have to make the lore. Honestly, they like imagine this. They don't have to make the lore. They don't have to make it like an MCU. Just make it crossover. Cause I mean that happens. Like, I mean, literally, like the this is a weird oh, comparison. Yeah, like this is a weird comparison, but the Disney shows, sitcoms, they have crossover for Wizards and Hannah Montana and Sweet Life. They don't have you don't have to watch the whole show. Oh, yeah. Just across oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know the show you're talking about. It's like they even made the title like Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. Sweet Life on Deck some... with Hannah Montana and thing like that. Yeah, right? some shit like Sweet that. Life yeah, of the like wizards. How... Yeah, with wizards of Hannah Montana. But yeah, basically, uh imagine that. Like they don't have to cross over the plot, but just make a film and they just grab the different animation styles of the different characters. So the Smash Bros, we have the live action Pac-Man, we have the animated Mario, we have the Sonic from Sonic film. Um, we have Pikachu from Detective Pikachu, like yeah, all the different yeah. animation styles, just in one film. See, however, that works with taking the Smash Bros. style. I want to see that. Yeah, like, wait, didn't we like discuss about this about like Nintendo games may turning in, like into movies or whatnot? Like, where's like the like cool serious stuff? Like, I don't know, like uh metroid zelda or some shit like where are we getting like <laughs> mario uh fucking um pac-man like at least like those movies like at least the like yeah zelda and like metroid and all that like they have actual like character stories and like shit like that <laughs> yeah i don't know it's a bit weird <laughs> yeah oh, well i would see let us know what you guys think clearly we're trying to wrap our head around it but yeah we'll have we'll have to see then when this movie gets more news it could be a, imagine if it is a setup for the Smash Bros. universe, Cinem- Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe, SBCU, bro. SBCU, <laughs> bro. Uh, uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, all right. 
Let's move on to the next news topic. We'll move on. Uh, we have from Pac-Man to another man who likes to run as well, Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, so, transition. Yeah, yeah, it's an okay transition. Yeah, so Les Grossman uh, movie starring Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie directing. Uh, so, what movie is this? So yeah, you remember, you know Tropic Thunder? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Tom Cruise is in that film, remember, as Les Grossman, the agent, oh, yeah, yeah. the bold, yeah, yeah. big hands agent. Uh, apparently, they, they might be working on a Les Grossman spin-off movie. Tom Cruise back. Christopher McQuarrie, the director of um, the Mission Impossible Fallout and Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and the next two Mission Impossible films. He might be working with Tom Cruise again in this uh, Les Grossman project as the Tropic Thunder spinoff. Rumors it might even be a musical. I don't know. But <laughs> thoughts on this idea happening? Okay. Um, I didn't entirely remember Tom Cruise's character all too much from Tropic Thunder because he was clearly um, overshadowed by uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Lazarus, <laughs> that like him. So I don't know. Part of I don't know why they are doing it. Actually, like it's it's a bit like random out of nowhere. It's like Tropic Thunder is like such an old movie. Yeah, two thousand two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah, thousand nine. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. This just feels like a bit out of nowhere all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, no, Dorothy the Man is right. Yeah, just make Tropic Thunder 2. <laughs> I mean, I, I trust whatever Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie is going to do right together. I think they have been a great, solid duo. They haven't missed for me. Um, yeah, I mean, if they if they have a good idea, I feel like it could be a fun idea because he's a, he's a agent. He's a Hollywood studio exec agent, whatever. And yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. over the top. And with that prosthetic, I feel like it could be a lot of fun if they have a good idea for it. I would love to see some of the characters from Tropic Thunder return, like Ben Stiller, RDJ, um, Jack Black. If they return, I think it will be a lot of fun making cameos or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it's a good idea, why not? If you want to make it a musical, I'm all for it. But we'll, we'll have we'll, again. It, it really depends on the idea, right? What what can they what can they do? But it's such a it's such a weird concept to revive because I don't know if anyone's asking for this, but I guess they have an original idea and they're like, okay, let's go for it. So yeah. So I'm yeah. guess I'm guessing you're not very excited with this news. Well, to be honest, we haven't like really seen anything about it, right? Maybe the trailer, maybe if we see a trailer, it could be like just as funny as the uh, uh what's that movie called? The one with the Pedro Pascal and Will. Gates. Unbearable. Oh, say, say Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> Pedro Bill Pascal Gates. and Bill Gates. And Bill Gates, yes. Unbearable. The bearable weight of little talent. <laughs> little talent? <What? laughs> I'm trying to find the opposite. <laughs> but you know, like, if the trailer is, like, funny, I might actually be like, oh, this movie sounds fun. I might even draft it whenever it's coming out, if there, if there is any. Yeah. Uh but yeah. but yeah, no, no, like, yeah, I guess a lot of people here are basically like, you know, they want like either some kind of like, what is it? 
a Tropic Thunder 2 or, you know, maybe some kind of yeah, some kind of like, you know, they have ideas for other like Les Grossman spin-offs. I guess I'm pretty sure the movie can be done well, but I honestly speaking, I think we all just want another Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Again, if if they do something if I think if they stay in this world and if it's focused on Les Grossman with the Tropic Thunder characters in the background and other people playing in into this like trope, I think it will really work. I think I really do. Uh, and I always like film movies about movies, like behind the scenes of stuff. It's kind of cool, even though this is not yeah, yeah, yeah. at all, isn't this a parody? I think it'll work. Uh, and yeah. I mean, yeah, no, uh, we get to see like a bit of that in basically in Tropic Thunder as well, you know, like like the actors, like all the behind the scenes stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a bit of it in the beginning. So I guess, yeah, if they capture the right vibe, I think the movie could actually be done well. I'm just hoping it it, it will be just as funny as Tropic Thunder, because yeah. Agreed with uh, Katie here. Tropic Thunder is one of the best comedies made in the last fifteen years. It is. It's good. It's good. I, I, I want. I want to. I want to watch that. It's been a while. Already watched Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I might just do it. Let's do it right um, now. Live stream. Let's do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So we're, we're everyone seems excited. We're excited, curious to see what happens though, and if this actually happens. Well, and if it's, uh, it'll it's be new, like a or... big. A big twist if like the Tropic Thunder cast kind of like I don't know comes back either either as a cameo or like the secondary characters. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Yeah. People. People so are still. the end of a. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, there the way was Anything to I was add? Say, people. People are still clamoring for Tom Cruise. Obviously, Top Gun Maverick. I don't know about Indonesia, but in the U.S. they have. I think they are now officially number ten. Num- number seven, all time domestically, mm-hmm. um, for Top Gun Maverick. So oh, that's damn. like that's like ins- that's like an insane amount of money. They're like ten weeks in a row. They're still in the top five. That is oh, unprecedented. That is unprecedented. So yeah. Really so like... <laughs> right now, right now the they just they just beat Titanic and Jurassic World. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick is number seven domestically all time in the U.S. I don't know what the Worldwide. Actually, I'm gonna check worldwide right now. Top Gun Maverick is number thirteen worldwide, which is insane. If you if you told me like a year ago, like Top Gun Maverick's gonna be top thirteen worldwide, I'm like oh, oh bullshit. No yeah, chance. no, I had no. Yeah, I originally didn't have hope for that movie because like I don't know, the first one was like decent, and like this is like a thirty year old <laughs> sequel. Like why, why bother? But after watching it, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I guess people yeah. are still on the uh, the cruise hype. Plus it's a good film. It, it, it helps that it's a really good film. So yeah, yeah This could be like another late sequel that turns out to be very good. <laughs> this this film reminds me of like because like obviously like the if I'm looking at the domestic box office, Force Awakens, Endgame, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Avatar, Black Panther, Infinity War, those are all big IPs. Those are the top six. That makes sense why they're there. And we have Titanic, yeah. Jurassic World, Avengers, Star Wars, Last Jedi, Incredibles 2, The Lion King 2019. Like, those all make sense. Top Gun Maverick being there is like kind of nuts. And it reminds yeah. me of um, 2017 Greatest Showman. Because no one mm. saw that coming. And the film stays in the box office for like weeks to come. Like, people just came yeah. back for it over and over and over again. So, yeah. It's just one of those films you know, just stay for a long time. I'm curious about this. What do you mean by do you have rewards for the draft for box office? What, I'm not we sure. Give award? <laughs> we give awards. Ah, the best 
Oh, are you saying? Are you saying like, is there like a bonus point if the peop- if our the films that we pick is like top oh. grossing in the box office? Probably not. I don't think we did we that don't, last We don't year. factor that in. I mean, it's oh, not yeah, no, box box off. It's not box office we're looking for. We're looking for uh, ratings. We're looking for otherwise. Ratings. Otherwise, like uh, last year, did you did you put Coda? No, you actually don't remember. No, no one, no one had Coda. Like if no, we, but if like we... basically like all the what do you call it the Oscar bait is it so what it's called <laughs> basically any of those like yeah any of those movies just wouldn't be very good then if we include you box know, office that, right it's it would have been interesting of like um okay like the films that are the most grossed in the year like gets additional bonus like star rating or whatever. Uh, so you get it's an additional boost that would make it interesting because not only have you like you can clearly tell from my strategy in my bottom four I'm going with the critical darlings yeah of like and then like the I also pick obviously like Mission Impossible 7 which I also think will be good and like Spider-Man across Spider-Verse but like you went to Gu and Calvin you guys pick some blockbuster hits like the like like Forever Doctor Strange Top Gun yeah. Maverick, obviously. Like, it will be interesting if we do that, like, as an additional bonus. So, you're editing strategically as well. Like, oh, maybe I should get, like, a... a I, yeah, drop. come to think of it. No, it's fair enough. So, instead of we're just picking, trying to pick, like, movies that we think are good, you know, um, rating-wise, we're trying to find movies that are, like, We'll you know, we'll have we'll have this famous. discussion we'll have this discussion off air maybe we'll do something like we'll that. have this discussion off air with the rest of the group not just the two of us and we'll like, think about it now that you mention it that does kind of make yeah. sense My it kind of makes us we can choose more it, it gives me more yeah. options honestly like I can finally like just choose movies that I think is entertaining rather than just like Minions: um, The Rise of Gru. Yeah, what did that did that make a lot of money? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's number sixty-four. It's number sixty-four domestically all time already. So that good? <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't know. Well, out of everything all time, the fact that it's sixty-four all time already is pretty big. That's pretty. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Imagine winning with um, the rise of Gru. Oh. <laughs> and obviously, we didn't do it last year because last year box office still doesn't work because of the. Pandemic, but well, now people are yeah, going back to the theater yeah. again. So yeah, we'll we'll have this discussion off air. We'll let you guys know. But we'll let you guys know other... maybe next week or two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let's transition. So, let's um, moving on. So if you want to talk about box offices, then we're gonna have a clash of the blue titans. In a, is it next year? No, two more years. Oh my god. Two more years. They would have released more years. Two yes. More years. Yes. So, yes, we're going to have a blue battle. We're going to have a Watch a God. Watch a God. Sonic 3 or Avatar 3. Uh, are they releasing on the exact same date, December 20th, 2024? Yep. As of right oh now, god. they're releasing it on the exact same date. Exact same date in the end of. It's like the end of the year. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Oh wait, no, this is oh shit, they're very intelligent. I see, huh? They want to hit the Christmas people. The Christmas people. Exactly. Oh, don't don't hit the Christmas people. <laughs> if, yeah, you can, um... if you can only watch one, Arik. Or you know what? Yeah, you know, if you can only watch one, let's just let's just make it that way. You cannot see the other one ever. If you can only watch one. Ever. Which one would it be? <laughs> no, no, it's definitely Avatar. I was like, I haven't even watched Sonic 1 and 2. I keep forgetting. 
Like, I don't know, because every time I, I want to watch the movie, I'm just like, oh, it's just another mediocre movie. I'm not that interested. <laughs> Sonic 2 is good. I like, I like Sonic 2 a lot. Really? Uh, really? I want yeah. Sonic 1. You like it more Didn't like it as much. I like, uh, <laughs> I like Sonic. I like Sonic Two better than Sonic One. I think Sonic One is solid. I think Sonic Two just did a lot of things better. <laughs> Katie, that's not an answer. <laughs> blue. Wow, what a cop out. What a cop out. Just, uh, blue, <laughs> just blue. Um, yeah, um, I don't even know what to say about this. There's like incredibly. Are they incredibly different from one another? But well, one is blue CGI, the other is blue CGI. No, it's all CGI. Yeah, well. I don't know. Well, to be honest, like, yeah, no, I haven't seen Sonic 2, so I don't know what the whole premise is like. Um, We haven't even, we haven't even yet to see Avatar 3. That's the end of this year coming. A month away. That is true, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised. Like, I think I, I had this discussion with the friends um, i met yesterday i think they yeah. mentioned like avatar 3 and 4 has already been like filmed yep it's all done is this true damn they're thinking far far ahead well maybe not as ahead as you know like the mcu but still <laughs> yeah i don't I mean... know i don't know what to think from this <laughs> blue yeah. So which one are you more looking forward to, huh? If you say you really like Sonic 2, but you were... I don't know, did you say about Avatar, you're just kind of like, eh, it's okay. I, if I can, so if I can only watch one? Yeah. I'll probably watch Avatar 3. Um, for, for the spectacular um, yeah. visuals, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for both, but yeah, I'm pretty sure one of them will move. If I were to guess, probably Sonic will move because Avatar just a bigger. Oh yeah, it depends on how Avatar two did actually, in my opinion. See, Avatar two did extremely well, like box office wise, not rating wise. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, of course, I think the majority has voted. Um, I don't even know what to count this. <laughs> I'll count this is two. <laughs> Oh, no. the majority. Uh, is it Sonic? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone drafted Sonic Fire in our? First. Did anyone drafted Sonic in our draft for this? Uh, I I almost did. I almost did. I yeah, took no it down. One. Well, you you took you had Avatar two. I had Avatar two that came with um the packet deal with unbearable weight. Yeah. You still haven't seen that, have you? What unbearable? Yeah, no, right. I forgot. It it should that, be that out one, on streaming. That one, that, right one, now. that one's good. I like unbearable weight. The massive talent. Right now, yeah, I, I think people see it good as well. <laughs> right now, I think the only one I'm missing that has been released is Lightyear. Yeah. Um, I've seen. Uh, I've seen the Batman. I've seen. Multiverse of Madness. I've seen Jurassic World Dominion turning red. Unbearable weight. The Northman, Top Gun, Maverick, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I'm only missing Lightyear right now. That's not yet out yet. So. Let's have to check that out. How about you? Well, I'm only missing well, Black Panther. Obviously, knives out the top movies. Um, oh, for your, for your for your films. Okay, yeah, Blonde's coming out soon. Oh, Blonde, yeah, Blonde's coming out soon. I'm excited for uh, Don't Worry Darling. I guess it's coming out. I'm ex I'm excited what for Don't Black Worry Darling. Don't hmm? Worry Darling. We had two movies. Is it yours? Oh, that's actually, mine. That's this Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde. Actually, uh, I want to be. 
um uh obviously uh what is it actually it's really i wanted to mention um i don't know what these movies are below kelvin's uh bad girl <laughs> wendell and yeah, wild is a stop motion film from the director of Coraline. that's why he picked it okay canterbury okay, glass sense. is renamed to amsterdam i guess i should update the graphic but canterbury glass is renamed to amsterdam it's the one with margot robbie um john david washington and uh christian bale directed by david russell um disappointment boulevard is the joaquin phoenix ari aster film the, the director of hereditary and midsommar um, and next goal wins the taika waititi soccer movie all right although <laughs> there is no news for the release date for the bottom two for calvin's yet so i don't know if it's still coming out oh, this he, year he's not. he's gambling he's that's uh, he's, still august don't worry he, he's Probably. only had one film that came out is it really oh yeah just the bad kelvin and, gets carried by Canter, the bad that's and it. canterbury and also yeah we discussed this too because like the idea of like kelvin the flash is out for kelvin batgirl is out the, if the bottom two for kelvin doesn't come out that means he's only gonna have the batman wendell and wild canterbury glass and creed three and that's like four and if he have four films but it somehow average better because like all of them maybe say is better and average better than everyone else that's sort of unfair right so i think we discussed the idea of a penalty system we need a penalty like, but yeah we gotta know, again minus, so yeah we gotta a, minus a point for every like gone movie or something that's that's Some a lot of points of... that's a lot of points i don't know i don't know like like not a big amount of points like minus point, a point, bit of point, point. Yeah, we'll have yeah. this discussion off air once again, and we'll we need, uh, heal them. Guys, we are very unprofessional. We need to have many <laughs> discussions before. Um, we didn't before here, we, didn't, we, didn't, mention, we didn't think uh, this through. Wait, can I talk to my friends just for a bit there in the chat? Uh, yes, Jambut Anta, hello. Thank you for coming. Um, remember, this is an <laughs> English-only stream. You guys use English. No Bahasa Indonesia. Even though we are Indonesian, so we can definitely speak Indonesian. We can, no. we can speak Bahasa. You can speak right now. Gaboleh. Right? Got boleh English only, English only stream. <laughs> We're alienating our audience. Yes, we are. Yes, English only. No, <laughs> yo, this guy's from, he's from Bali. Everyone there has to speak English. Come on, very disappointing if you can. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, but so yeah, that's a uh, that's it about I guess our draft and uh the Sonic and Avatar. Um, yeah. All right, let's uh, yeah, let's, I... ju- let's jump to the last news week of the, <laughs> the news piece of oh the God, week. They're all they're all just speaking. <laughs> they're all just speaking Indonesian. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go to the last news piece of the week. Um, uh-huh. So the new the new shorts for I Am Groot is out on Disney Plus. We watched it. There is five of them. They're like two minutes each. Uh, so let's talk about it. Overall thoughts initially, and yeah, uh, and we'll get we'll get to spoiler territory, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, these, these are uh, fun shorts. But yeah, Arik, what's your thoughts on this? Okay, well, obviously, I think when we first got this like announced, right, I was obviously like kind of against it in a way. Well, when I say against, I mean, I'm just like, why, why do this? Like, makes no sense. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I guess like this is just like one of those like little heartwarming shorts, you know, isn't meant to like do anything much or promote even anything. It's just like you know, lighthearted fun. And as you, and it wasn't like only two minutes. Like guys, we watched this like ten minutes before the show. It's kind of the reason why we're I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> All right, um, we watched this um days ago. <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> we're professionals. We did not do this in the last minute, and that is not the reason why we are um late. But yes, 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 Jumbo Tante, it is not a uh, 
full series. It's just the uh, shorts. Yeah. Two minutes each. Is that five episodes? Two minutes five, each. Five five shorts, two minutes each. They're not connected at all. They're just basically, and this takes place between the events of, of well, not between the Guardians. events. I guess right right before Guardians two, because this is like Baby Groot. So this is right before Guardians two. Oh, right before Guardians two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and I don't even know if this is canon. I guess technically, but if you're thinking of the Groot timeline, is that? Uh I'm pretty sure it is. I don't see why it wouldn't be canon because like. If you, it's you have, do you have to it's watch this before you watch Guardians three? <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> they're like, oh look, that's the thing there from the Groot short. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I mentioned this to Albert uh, before we started. Um, it's basically like one of those like little animated shorts, uh, that you can that you get before you watch a movie, like a Pixar movie. I think usually they do that, right? They are usually left animated shorts before you watch the main film, mm-hmm. or is it Disney movies, or is it both? A Pixar. Either way. <laughs> Uh, Pixar movies, yeah. So it's like it's kind of like that, but like I guess for the MCU, like it would make sense if they played this before a movie. Well, maybe only Guardians of the Galaxy because it makes no sense if they play this before I don't know Black Panther. Uh-huh. <laughs> People will think like, is there something significant to this? No, there isn't. That's, it's just, yeah, it's just a little fair, short, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. And as for the shorts itself, like it, I did find it like kind of funny at times, like when Groot was. Is it, is it like the episode taking a Groot taking a bath or something? Yeah. Groot, th- Groot takes a bath. I think that's what it's called. That was quite funny. Um, and this one, as Star Machine mentioned, um, yeah, the <laughs> rocket as a like as a dad. That was that very was so, wholesome. Actually, so he's cute. like, "What did you do? <laughs> did you blow up?" And like, "What is this? Oh, that's a nice art. This goes in the top fridge." I'm like, I like that. That was very wholesome. Yeah. It's very cute. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the episode title are Groot's First Steps, um, which is, yeah, basically, it's a, I don't want to, sp- I, I don't want, okay, let's let's go to a spoiler territory eventually, because, like, I, I was, uh-huh. like, I'm conflicted, I'm, like, am I supposed to spoil a two-minute short, like, literally, one thing, <laughs> yeah. lit- I yeah, say literally. one thing about the short, it's it throw in the whole short, because that's, like, it's, like, there's a whole premise, but, yeah, Groot's First Steps, The Little Guy, Groot's Pursuit, Groot's Take a Bat, and Magnum Opus. Um, my favorite is I like Groot takes a bat a lot, but I think my favorite is the little guy. I think my favorite is the little guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, no, no it, I think the yeah, no the takes a bath uh, episode was my favorite one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Actually, you. Wait, you see? Do you see that? Hold on. Someone, we have a guest. Someone just joined our stream. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Groot. <laughs> Groot. Oh my god, Groot! Um, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? I'm Groot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? Okay. Do, you, do you, have, yeah. you have any other thoughts? I'm Groot. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. I'm Groot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Groot. I, I'll be honest. I have no idea what to say. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll keep you around, you know. I think it's fine. But uh, what is this? The dark government is trying to overthrow Venezuela. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that, that is something else. The fuck was that? Um, I think I think we have to remove our um friend. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we have Groot on screen for the audio listeners. Um, decided to join us. I mean, I have another Groot over here. But you know, yeah. Uh, is that why you put a laptop back in your plant? Oh my god. 
You don't see that. You don't see what's going on. I, I still see it. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. I'm Groot. Okay, Groot. I think we have we had enough. You'll you'll stay, but you we gotta mute. We gotta mute you, Groot. So yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, let's go. Let's go to spoiler. Let's go to spoiler territory. Uh, okay, I say it again. Which one was your favorite? Oh right, uh, it's the one. Yeah, where, again, uh, spoiler the... spoiler warning for everyone. We're gonna spoil the shorts, but yeah, we're gonna go to yeah. the details of the shorts. But yeah, so yeah, my favorite episode was a uh, Groot takes a bath. Um, it's basically as the title implies, he takes a bath. <laughs> well, not in water. He takes a bath in like this weird acidic little puddle thing, and it and it has resulted like the mud made him like grow like plants and leaves. And he like tries to like I don't know cosplay or you know as various things. I think it was you know pretty heartwarming and cute. <laughs> and he even got into like a weird altercation with a uh, a, a bird looking, yeah. <laughs> a bird looking um alien thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't. Like... I, I think that like like the short is just, you know it's like one of those just, like lighthearted shorts that has no it's actual so like fun. real story to it or whatever. But you know just something for the funsies, yeah. I guess you can say. Yeah, it's so much. But, yeah, fun. I like that. Yeah. It's it's so it's so much fun. I do I agree with you. Like I think this is the one that they show in Comic Con because in Comic Con they show one of the shorts, and yeah, it's yeah. the one that they show. Uh, yeah, like oh, you said, it's it? it's oh. it's so much fun. It's so cute of just good like dressing. There's like a dress up montage really, like in those films. Yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah. Like teenage films, there's a like, dress up montage. There's a good dress up montage with the hair, and it's it's so it's so funny. It's so cute. Um, yeah, I like that. In the end, he just kind of takes the bird's um whole feathers. Yeah, because he, he ran out of the, he ran out of mud, and he got he just. Yeah. just like, it's, it's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, but but my favorite is the little guy. I think it's just so cute of like Groot being like this giant. He's he's always so small, and he got like it yeah. starts off with there's a bigger creature and he's upset, and he's always so small. And he found a little a smaller creature, and they attack him. It's so cute, and eventually he farted leaf, and like the the, the creature like happy like yeah, and then Groot's like oh my god, I'm, I make friends. They're happy of me. I'm gonna grab more leaves. Here you go, fella. This is your leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he stabs on all of them and he just like hides it. Uh, when that I did not see that coming, like he kills all of the creatures. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that is dark. That is insane. Uh, but that makes me like that makes me laugh out loud. I was like, I cannot believe they did that. Um, um, but yeah, that is that is a that is a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was the fun as well. <laughs> And yeah, uh, the Magnum Opus episode, the one they, they mentioned, yeah, the Rocket one being the father at the very end. I, that's that's nice. Like uh, yeah. when they, I like that final interaction. Yeah, the final that interaction is cute. Bradley Cooper, of course, coming back. There is a Drax cameo in the back, even though you don't really see him, just him showering with the soap. Uh, and yeah, you get yeah, to see the you get to was, see the Guardian. He was showering so invisible, so incredibly still that he became invisible. invisible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just nice to see the guardianship and everything. Uh, that one's nice too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the the one with the blob creature that's Groot's pursuit dance off episode. That one is okay. That one's my least favorite, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that he just put him in the air, airlock. Airlock. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I if I were to rank it, it will be for me. It's the little guy. Groot takes a bath. Magnum Opus, Groot's First Steps, Groot's Pursuit. How about you? Mm. Wait, I forgot what the full episode list were. Let me check in Disney Plus. 
But on the chat, why doesn't the chat uh, tell us what your um? Yeah, let us let us, yeah. let us let us know which one which one are your favorite. Um, but again, this, these are a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad I'm glad they released I'm glad they released this. These are like uh, great 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 small shorts, you know. Just I mean, obviously for kids, kids are going to enjoy this because with the attention span that kids have nowadays. But you know, uh, I, th I think adults. I mean, I clearly enjoyed it. I don't know about how much you enjoyed it, like, but I clearly, I clearly enjoyed it, and I feel like adults can enjoy this too. So, yeah, yeah they no, no, definitely can. <laughs> so long as they don't just take it, you know, seriously or whatever, because it is literally just shorts. Yeah. So yeah, here I find the full uh, episode. So I guess yeah, takes a, Guru takes a bath. Um. The little guy, Magnum Opus, they're kind of like interchangeable. Okay. Um, and then uh, first Groot's first steps, and then Groot's pursuit. That would be my ranking. <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, <laughs> the quickest um, what is it MCU like uh TV series review um ever? Because <laughs> it's a bunch of shorts, yeah. Yes, we're guys. Look, we just did one whole season. <laughs> Are they even gonna put a season two of Groot shorts? <laughs> I don't know if they. I mean, they clearly can, but I guess Groot's like adult now. It's growing. No, oh, yeah, that, that 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 begs the question: If Marvel is gonna do something like this again? Are oh my god, the Groot episodes are on Letterbox. I can lock this for for councilman. Oh my god, I don't even have like I didn't even think of a rating because. It's each shorts. of the each of the shorts are its own thing, so we gotta we gotta rate that individually, Arik. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we can we can we can talk off air about the ratings. It's not gonna be fun to talk about the ratings on air. Uh, but you know, my I guess my 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 question is before we wrap up everything, uh, if Marvel is gonna do another shorts like this, what character do you wanna see? Just a two minute short. What character do you wanna see Marvel do this kind of shorts for? It's a minor character that's fun to watch. <laughs> Drax. <laughs> a Drax. <laughs> he does dumb things sometimes. <laughs> oh, we get just a short of him just taking a shower. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, that's fair. Do you want to know who I want to see? Ooh. A recent character that we got introduced in December of 2022, 2021. Lucky the pizza dog. I want to see Lucky the Pizza Dog oh, shorts, yeah. just him exploring New York. Hey, Come on, hey, I would cute. love that. Oh, that would be so good. Well, would wanna... Kate Bishop be involved in it? Like, I guess kind of like Rocket is, or yeah, cameo in one of them. I don't mind, but yeah, I just want to. I literally, I want, I want it to be in the perspective of Lucky the Pizza Dog, uh, and like just different <laughs> adventures in New York. Lucky know? steals a uh, pizza from a uh, kingpin. Damn. Oh my God, kingpin. <laughs> But Kingpin, Kingpin isn't the type of character to be buying pizza from the street, you know, like from street vendors. Yeah, no, he's stuck into like Kingpin's like tower or something. Oh my god, I will. <laughs> I stole his pizza. You can just hear like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just like, hey, come back here. Vincent D'Onofrio's laugh that we analyzed a while ago. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would love to see a lucky pizza. I would love to see a lucky pizza dog. Um... Maybe even Goose, Goose the Cat from Captain Marvel, because I don't think you can work with like actual human characters. You probably have to work with like characters that are like mi very minor to make the shorts work. 
Like again, like Goose, maybe it could work. Like a pizza dog. I cannot see like an MCU heroes having shorts. I just don't see it working. So yeah. yeah. Unless unless maybe like Ant Man being small in different adventures as an ant with an ant. I don't know. It's because yeah. he's like he can third small, doesn't mean he's a small character. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Any thoughts? Uh, no? Uh, I have nothing to say, yeah. But yeah, that's our uh, other series that we have finally reviewed. There you go. Long awaited. <laughs> Long awaited. Long awaited. But yeah. Uh, of course, Katie would love a lucky short. You, you guys both love. What is it? It's a great show. Okay, it's a great show. It is, it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Let's just wrap it was a bit anticlimactic, isn't it? That we had our. Uh, <laughs> Why so? Uh, actually, no. To be honest, actually, no, it's better than just ending it with like a news or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what uh, all we have uh, for this episode, <laughs> I think. Yep. Yep. Almost running at two hours, so I think we should end it now. Uh, so uh, let me shout out uh, to our friends who aren't here for whatever reason. I should start with a. Uh, Tegu, uh, because I met him yesterday. So you can find Tegu on Instagram at TG23399. I think you might see some of his stories when he's in Indonesia. I don't know if he did any stories of what we did um, on Friday. Oh, well. And you can find Tegu on uh, Twitter at Tegidu. Um, moving on to uh, Kelvin. You can find Kelvin on KYAs27 on Instagram. Or Disco Monkey on uh, Letterboxd and YouTube. I don't think he said anything. Um, I'll, put, I'll shout myself out. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Arikandria and uh, Letterbox at Ricky New. And Albert, take it away. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at JAWIRADHARMA. You can find YouTube Letterbox at Jaw Movies. That's where I post all my. Uh, I mean, you can find a video format of the councilman in the YouTube version. You can find the my letterbox right there as well. And yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all my ongoings over there. And TikTok, all my stuff there as well. So go check that out. And yeah, I mean, yeah, check check me out there. Groot, do you have anything to plug? Would you like to plug anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. Okay. Anything else? Anything else? I'm Groot. I'm Groot. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Groot. All right. Uh, Thank you, Groot. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, let's go. Uh, let's plug the Councilman Show. So you can find the Councilman at, at Twitter, at Instagram, and Letterboxd at Councilman Show. Um, again, spelled just like our Councilman uh, plural. And yeah, check us out there. If you're listening on a playback, uh, leave us a review. You can find our podcast, The Councilman, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Leave us a review there and we'll shout you guys out. And yeah, again, video version on the Java Movies YouTube channel every Saturday, 9, 10.30 Eastern. So go check us out. Everything there. Is that, am I missing anything? Um, you, can, you, can get, you can get our merch in tpublic.com slash councilman-show. We have uh, March one so, and yeah. three. One and three. March two is gone. <laughs> but I think I think that's that's it. Is it anything else? I don't know. That's, that's all we have. Yeah. Um, so tune in. Tune in again next week. We'll be back same yes. time, same hour. 
uh, follow all of our stuff to get updated. And I'm pretty sure everyone will it? be back. I'm pretty sure everyone will be back next week. I hope. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. And with that, the councilman has spoken, and we'll see you on the next episode. Great. Do the outro. I'm great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, everyone. <laughs>